Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. And this is a, um, if you haven't noticed from the music, oh, has music been played yet? I don't know. But it's a special Christmas episode because it's finally December. And um, the Christmas season in Germany has now officially blossomed. Blossomed. <laughs> as Christmas trees bl- blossom. Yes. <laughs> So yes, today we're going to be talking about uh, Christmas in Germany and all the things that that entails, because it is a little bit different than the States. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> and you know, uh, you might have guessed, this week's episode is brought to you by a wonderful company called Koya. They provide insurance. Now, okay. I've been a customer of Koya since we started this podcast, and uh, oh, sorry, since before we started this podcast. It's, it's something I would recommend to any expat living in Germany. They provide, let's go down the list, home insurance. Yes. You have uh, private liability insurance. You have okay. bike theft insurance. Bikes. Dog insurance. Rough. The full gamut. And how often do you get to use the word gamut? Not often. Now, everything is in English, including the insurance policies, the website, the app, the customer support. Everything is in English. Something you should know, last year, there were over 28,000 bicycles stolen just in the city of Berlin. Wow. And uh, true story, my own bike was stolen a couple of years ago. It was because I was stupid and I, true story, I had bike in- insurance and I let it lapse for three weeks, did not renew it. Three weeks after uh, it lapsed, my bike was stolen. Dummy. Don't let that happen to you. To learn more, go to koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A dot com. Yep. A Merry Christmas to all. And to all, welcome. Welcome. I mean, you know, Alex is Jewish, but he still, he, he can still have the Merry Christmas. That's I can, I can still do Christmas. It's, yeah. it's in Germany. It's not a, it's not even a really religious thing here because in, in, in Germany as well, you know, the East was not religious at all. And the West was more religious, but in the East True. they still celebrated Christmas. And like a lot of people I know from the East have, there's zero connection from Christmas to religion at all. Yeah, it's about bringing the family together and uh, sharing a, a, a warm, happy time during the cold winter months. Exactly. Beautiful. Well uh, said, Jeff. Yes. So let's, uh, let's uh, give you some news and some shout outs before we dive into the Christmas season. Let's keep that house. Now, you know, recently we became aware uh, of an organization which is called yes. Wunderbar Together. Um, which is actually a cool organization. Now, their goal is to promote German-American relations. Cool. And um, they are funded by the um, Goethe Institute and also the uh, German Federal Foreign Office. And they're based in Washington, Washington D.C. So they promote German-American events, entertainment, lectures, that sort of a thing. I wonder if they have anything to do with the um, annual German-American Fest here in Berlin. I, I would guarantee you they have something to do with that because yeah. that'd be right down their alley. I've never know? been, but I know it exists. Yeah, and so and especially in the states, they they promote German American activities. You know, because there's a lot of immigrants, of course, in, right. in the U.S. A lot of people have German um, relations in their family. You know, right. from a few generations back. So really cool organization, and it kind of it's right down our alley. So figured we should we should mention that. You know, because uh, give them that shout. Yeah, they out. They, they reached out to us. They said they like what we're doing, and uh, we were able to learn more about them. Yeah, it's a cool thing. Uh, this is not a paid advertisement at all. No. Uh, it's just unfortunately cool. we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, just a cool, just a cool place. So uh, check it out. Yeah, and there, and there, if you want to check it out, their website is uh, wunderbartogether.org. So w u n d e r b a r the number two 
gather g-e-t-h-e-r dot org yeah or i just suggest googling wunderbar together as words and i'm sure the website comes up but I'm, uh, yeah I'm, yeah you know in yeah. some odd less christmasy news <laughs> of berlin a man in his 40s was recently arrested for the suspected cannibalism of a man who went missing back in september so merry christmas <laughs> there is a cannibal um roaming or sorry luckily no longer roaming the streets of berlin um it's funny because um hilarious there have sorry i didn't mean (laughs) actually that that, that's not that's what i meant i meant i was trying to more say odd yes uh germany actually has had a few cases of uh cannibalism cannibalism in the past 20 years um weird very uh very strange yeah Maybe we can dive dive deep into that at some point. That's a separate episode. Let's keep this one cheery. Yes, it's just interesting news. We thought you should know. I wish I had some bells to yeah to bell. That <laughs> wouldn't get annoyed. Yeah, you know, kind of sad news, I guess. Um, that we're currently in a Corona lockdown. It's a they call it a lockdown light. Mm-hmm. It's not official, but most likely they say they are going to extend this lockdown from instead of ending at the end of no- November to it's going to be extended till. Excuse me, till December 20th. Yep. And, and <clears throat> maybe even beyond that. And by the time this comes out, it might change already because they're, they're meeting all the time, uh, Merkel and the Senat and all the state people. So it, it's changing all the time. So, I, I will, you know, maybe it's different. Who knows? Yeah. Numbers still aren't great. So, um, no, numbers are still god awful. Yeah. Yeah. Still twice what they were during the first full lockdown. Oh, so, yeah. we, we need a real uh, Christmas miracle. <laughs> right. Okay. A few shout outs. Shout outs to Andreas, who sent us a lovely email. So thank you, Andreas. Here's your shout out. And also shout out to, we believe, our two different Marcels. It's just interesting because uh, Marcel is not, I would say, a common name. And suddenly, within a few days period, we had got two separate messages from a Marcel. I mean, it could be the same Marcel, but I don't know why they sent us an email and an Instagram message. And the content were both different. So yes. uh, I believe they are two different Marcels. So okay. to the Marcel brothers, thank you for <laughs> Thanks, thank guys. you for uh, for the messages. Yeah, so one sent us a nice email saying uh, German Shuffle was cool and sent us some um, nice whiskey recommendations that we will try to try in the future. And to the other Marcel from Instagram, who said he's been binging, binging the show and uh, recommends that we should get ourselves over the ham- to Hamburg because we said we miss fish and get some fish approach in there. But uh, they do have amazing seafood in, and, in Hamburg. Every time I go up north to the Ostsee, the no- to North Sea, I'm always trying to grab some fish approach in or, or just any kind of seafood in there because it's amazing up there and you don't get that kind of quality Unfortunately, in this place. Right now, we, we can't even travel to. Hamburg, you know, like, yeah. or at least it's 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 not illegal. It's just advised to not travel anywhere except for emergency purposes. So right, and what's fun too is he said binge watching. I wasn't sure if that was the right word for it in English because in German binge watching is coma glutzen. Yeah, which means um, coma is like a coma, and glutzen is to stare at something for a very long time. So staring at something like in a coma, pretty much is what it translates. Meaning you're to. like stuck in one place, just staring at something. Yeah, it it adds the correct amount of sadness. Yeah, to, sure. to the binge watching experience, it's it's, it's a much more uh, German way to say it. I like <laughs> right. it. I, I'm, I'm here for that <laughs> that translation. And um, so today is the uh, 24th, I believe. Today's 20, the 25th. 25th, sorry. Yes. So tomorrow is actually Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. So by the time you are listening to this, Thanksgiving will have happened. So I want to say, I I, ho- I I can't wish you a good Thanksgiving because it's over. I hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Exactly. You stayed safe saw at least 
one other human being, uh, you know, but uh, didn't overdo it. And uh, yeah, like I, I am prepared. I have, I bought a, an actual turkey. And yeah, huh? uh, so uh, this will be, and since I never was an adult in the US, I never had the chance to actually <laughs> cook. I watched many people cook turkeys, but this will be the first time cooking a turkey and it'll be in Berlin, Germany, rather than back at home. So that makes total sense. Makes total sense. Globalized world. Yeah, we'll see. Good I was luck. A, I was able to find a, uh, literally says, has a sticker, it says baby pute, which is German for turkey. So baby turkey, the smallest one I could find because it'll just be me and my girlfriend and I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to do some uh, five well, kilo turkey that could feed uh, the entire neighborhood. Well, I hope you still have some leftover for a day after Thanksgiving sandwich. I think there will be, because you know what? Uh, my favorite sandwich is a turkey sandwich. Not yeah. like a sliced turkey, but like a proper of, of like course. shredded turkey That's sandwich. That's the best part about Thanksgiving is so the Friday good. after and having those sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Oh, the best. And I want to give out a quick um, shout out to my buddies JP and Tomas. It's their birthday today. 25th of November. So happy birthday, guys. Love happy you. birthday, happy guys. Happy 30th birthday, actually. Yeah. So All right on. Yeah. They're good guys. Miss them. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's the end of that. What are you up to? How are you doing? How are things? You know, and I don't really have much to say on this one. You know? Uh, yeah. I think that'll be it. On okay. that, that. Like, you know, just uh, keep keeping, keeping healthy, keeping myself busy. You know, the weekends have been getting much uh, colder. We mention this all the time, so yeah. people are probably annoyed how saying how we cold, but it's, you know, it is, it is getting colder. It's really so cold today. Outdoor activities are becoming uh, a minimum. So, uh, but always just making sure to do, go on walks when I can. Yeah. It's um, literally freezing right now. It is. Yeah. So, but yeah. What, what have you been up to? Let me check my notes. Um, <laughs> I went for a walk yesterday. Wow. Yeah. We met, we met uh, me and my girlfriend met just two friends of a dog. And we just walked around their neighborhood for a little while with their dog. So lovely. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's hard to do, but you have to remind yourself, even in the cold, in these cold uh, uh, weeks, to get yourself outside once in a while. You know, move move those legs. Yeah, it, it was it was a nice little walk. You know, yeah. a little beer, walked our neighborhood. It is what it is. This is what we're doing now. This is this these are yeah. the highlights. Uh, but it was, it was a lovely evening though. So you know, yeah, it was good. I love, I love those guys. You know what else I love? Might be whiskey. It is whiskey. But before we do the whiskey, should we do the usual... Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. If you're listening right now, which I think you are because you're listening right now, please give us a like and you know follow on Facebook and on Instagram. Our Instagram is at americans.in.germany.podcast and uh, check out our website. It's got, it has a lot of cool extras that uh, Jeff works really hard on. And um, our whiskey rankings, um, yeah, and that, that pictures of the whiskey, what we thought about them, and that's agdwpodcast.com. That's it. And uh, also our YouTube channel. It's somewhere out there in the YouTube world. Just search the name in the uh, search field and things will come up. Things could pop up. Now, Alex, what do we got today? Today, which is very fitting for Christmas, is um, a Finnish whiskey. Ooh. And the reason why it's fitting for Christmas is because in Finland, in the Laplands, it's called, I think, uh, that's where Santa's village is. And a lot of people in Europe go up there, and it's a beautiful area. I think it's in northern Finland. And it's like snow everywhere, and there's a little Santa's village there, and kids will go there. And I think you can ride like sleighs with reindeer and a bunch of cool activities that's where santa lives and now so, so there's, there's this physical santa's village that you can go yeah. to as a tourist but but is it also like in the culture in the lore that that is where santa claus is from man i don't know no okay 
Could, could be though. Yeah. I don't know. But if so, it would just be I for so. it'd just be for Europeans because uh, yeah, back in the states, he's from the North Pole. So or maybe just in Finland. He'll, maybe in Finland, they're like, yeah, he he lives with us. I, I really don't know. Actually, parts of Finland, I think, could be reaching into the North Pole. Yeah. I could even tell you where the, where the North Pole is. Is well, the most it northern is, pole? Like that's literally, literally the, the, the north, top. It is literally the North Pole. It's really far up there, though, Santa. And if you watch the cartoons, there is actually a golden pole there. Oh yeah, to signify. I mean, wouldn't it just be better for Santa to live a little bit closer to everybody, so he doesn't have to travel as far? But he's got to be far away. I mean, he, you know, that's just security risk, man. He's got some toys. Fair enough. Anyways, this is a Finnish whiskey called, you know what, Kiro. That's what I'm saying tonight. Yeah, it's it's spelled K-Y-R and then O with what with looks umlaut. like an umlaut. But of course, this is Finnish, so it is not an umlaut. It is a whatever they call the two dots over an O in Finland. Yeah. And we, haven't, we have not had a Finnish whiskey yet. We've no. had a Swedish one, which was meh. But this one, it's, it's a smaller bottle. It's a really cool bottle, too. It's very Finnish looking. Um, and this is a Finnish rye whiskey packed with bold flavors and wild ideas. Mm. Yeah, a rye whiskey... From Finland. Who'd have thunk? And it's distilled in Isokiro by Kiro Distillery Company. And it's 47%, 47.2% alcohol. Okay, so average. Yeah. It's got a nice color. I don't know why. I feel like this might be a decent pop. It, yeah, it's got a wooden cork, which I'm always a big fan of. I love the wooden corks. Yeah. Was there like a wax paper that you removed? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. Ready? I am. Whoa, that was a good one. That was a good pop. I don't know. I just could see it. I could see it. You could see it. Well done. I kind of spilled a bit too. Let me just get that. I don't know if you saw it from your angle, but when you did the pop, actually a glug of whiskey flew out of the bottle and then went landed back straight back down into the bottle. Ooh, you had a slow motion. It was back. like a. It's pretty cool. Okay, are you trying to get me drunk? <laughs> Oops. Oh, okay, that was for you. Okay. That was for me by accident. Yeah, I like this new pedestal we have right now for the whiskey. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see we have an overturned uh, <laughs> flower pot. No, it's a custom-made whiskey pedestal, Sorry. Jeff. Sorry, yes, they sell them at Ikea. Custom-made whiskey pedestals. Cheers. Okay, I'll smell this guy. Mm. It's got good smell. Yeah, let's check it out. Wow. That's good. It is good. Interesting. That leaves a gold bloom impression. impression. Does it taste like the rye you've had before? Tastes a little different than a than a usual rye. It's def- it's <laughs> so if, if you look at the name, it's um, it's definitely got it's definitely got rye. It's it's definitely a rye. It has a malt rye. Yeah, which would make it a little and bit different. I, I definitely taste the maltiness of it. Mm. It's a little bit sweeter. Yeah, almost like a vanilla or something in there. Or yes, something. Yeah. vanilla. Yeah, that's what that is. I'll read the back of the bottle um, at the end of the episode. Let's do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Jeff. Um, as we as we drink this great first impression finished rye whiskey, Kiro, mm-hmm. I think it's called. Let's talk Christmas. Yes, Christmas in Germany. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Christmas. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. This is an exciting topic because I mean, Christmas is is. I mean, it's a big holiday yeah. in the states and a lot of countries. But yeah, I I would love my family someday to do Christmas in Europe. Because yeah. there's just a feeling you get here that you don't quite get in the States. It, it, you know? It's totally different. And yeah. when I was in the States, I really did not like the Christmas season that much. I thought it was kind of annoying because um, it's very commercial. You know, mm. all these advertisements of buy this Christmas and the I mean, Christmas music everywhere. It's, it's just super annoying. To be fair. Which is everywhere. It's here too, it's, yeah. of course. But at, at when I moved here, actually, I really enjoy the Christmas season because it's 
I think because it's probably older traditions that you see in the Christmas markets, which we'll touch on a little bit later. Right. And it's kind of like this, I don't know, it's, it's like a, it's, it's just a Christmas spirit I can feel throwing, flowing through my veins. Yeah, it just, it, yeah, it just, it feel, I don't know, you feel like closer to it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's, I don't know how to explain it, but you, but do you know what I mean? I mean, you know, because it's deep. Yeah, plus you have these uh, these old classic European buildings. It just it just feels more that could be more too. in touch with the roots of yeah. uh, of it, you know. And I think I feel like it'd be awesome to do Christmas in the Alps somewhere with like really oh like God, yeah. snow everywhere, you know, in a cabin or something. That'd, that'd, be, that'd be nice. Perfect. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, or a couple years from now. Um, but you know, uh, to begin, yes, to, to create a foundation for what we're going to talk about. In the coming minutes, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the modern-day Christmas traditions, which were started uh, in Germany. All, most of the modern-day things in Germany that were started. Yeah, a, a lot of them related Crazy. to Christmas are started. Yeah, so so uh, the first one, uh, you know, the first commercially produced Christmas decorations happened in Germany. You know, Maybe. when um, this was back in the 1800s, I okay. believe it was 1860s, uh, if I remember correctly. And they they based their the first these first decorations off of because back then children you know they did the thing where you fold some piece of paper you cut it up and you make like a a chain paper chain yeah um, and so they 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 noticed this and they they said hey we could this, everybody celebrates Christmas here we could, we can sell this and so you could you could say Christmas decorations were born in in Germany you know crazy cool because because back in in these days even in the eighteen hundreds Christmas was not a popularly uh, um, celebrated, celebrated yeah. holiday in the U.S. Yeah, so well, wow, I did not know that. I figured yeah. it was as old as old things. You mean Christmas decorations? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I mean, they celebrated Christmas before that, but it was all these kind of like each family kind of did these handmade whatever. Yeah. This is the first time that you could go to actually a physical store and go to a shop and be like, I want to decorate my house for Christmas. Right. I'm sure at the time it was kind of like, a, why? Why are you doing this? Right. It was yeah. just a very novel idea of why are you putting things around your house for exactly but Jesus then or but whatever. then you know uh, max goes over to you know hans's house and he sees the cool balls on the tree and he's hans. like i need to get me some of those you that's know? dope so, yeah. yeah makes sense exactly yeah and also the act of bringing a christmas tree like into your home to so, celebrate christmas so literally a christmas tree yeah uh was also started in germany in the 1500s and um and, like the tradition of bringing a christmas tree was brought to the usa by German immigrants or German expats in the 1800s. Yeah. And Americans found a tradition to be quite on at first, which I can totally imagine. Uh, of Again, Hans is like, I got the decorations. Right. The new German neighbor down the street, he's like dragging a tree into his house. What is what he doing? Do you, actually, yeah. decorate, you know, Chris chose the four decorations. I mean, either way, he's like, well, what, are you, what are you bringing a tree in your house for, Hans? But it's funny to think of, because that is such a standard thing, to think only, you know, 150 years ago, some, you know, give or take, uh, to Americans, this was a weird thing. Is a Christmas it, tree? Yeah. It, it, I mean, if you just take a step back and think about everything with Christmas, it's all very weird. Yeah. Oh, oh completely. Yeah. It all makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, a lot of holidays, like we were just talking about. I mean, how are eggs connected to Jesus with, uh, you know, with uh, Easter? You know, there's a lot. It's all Protestant things and the Catholics invading, and yeah, there's all history to it. We're not going to discuss yeah. that right now, but it's just it's very interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And but what makes so these are kind of two little fun facts about you know. Uh, Christmas and how Germany is like the founders, I guess, of like the modern day Christmas, really, of what we do now yeah. happened, started from Germany. Exactly. Um, but Germany still has a few differences than the States has of things that we do here that I don't really see often in the States. 
Right. Yeah. And then like one of the first ones, which takes place over the whole month of December. Yeah. Um, which is called Advent calendars. I know now, they do exist in the states. I have seen them. They're, they're just they're not they're not popular though. Yeah, it's, right. It's 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 a small percentage of people that recognize this, you know. And the first time I came across this was years ago when I made some friends in Norway, and I, would, I was visiting them during the winter, and I saw they had this pile of like twenty four tiny little wrapped gifts in the corner. And I was like, what are those? And they're like, oh, those are the. They looked at me like I was crazy. Like those are the Advent presents. And so basically, it's a situation where. You have 24 tiny little gifts that in each day you get to open one gift. So, you know, right. December 1st, you open a gift. Ooh, and then December 2nd, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, they're tiny things. It's like, it's like a little piece of chocolate or a little toy or, you know, each gift is, you know, under five bucks, far under five bucks, you know what I mean? Right. And, uh, and then also you have the, the chocolate ones, which are very common, where it's just, you know, a box and you poke one hole into it for every day and you get a little chocolate out of it. Yeah. And if you go to any grocery store in Germany, you'll find a million of them because everyone's buying them. Yeah, like a pre-made advent yeah. calendar and each and each little square just has uh, like well, a different chocolate in it. Or little whatever. chocolate in it. It's nice. It's a nice if, little If you tradition. don't want to go through the trouble of buying like all these different little presents, you could just buy the pre-made one for what's like things like three, 50, 15 bucks or... No, not even a three, four euro. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. like, like for example, uh, Kinder... Uh, Kinder Kinder chocolate. They make um, their own, and like everything. Sometimes you have like a Kinder egg, or you have a little. Uh, there's different kinds of chocolates in each day, and um, yeah, it's funny. Little doors, you open it up. Oh, today's the twelfth. So I get my little twelfth chocolate. Right. And yeah. these little kids look really forward to it every morning or whatever. So it's it's a nice little tradition. Yeah, it's fun, and you know they have different. Ones. Like like your girlfriend works for a company that sells art, right? And they actually sell this kind of rather large advent calendar. Where in each drawer is a different piece of art, like a poster, up. right? Exactly. Really cool. Yeah, and it, and I felt so bad because the first time when I moved in with my girlfriend about a year ago, mm. again I don't do advent calendars, even though I'd seen them in Germany. I, you know, I lived by myself up to that point. So sure. What's the point? And but my girlfriend one day I woke up and she surprised me and she had these twenty four little gifts wrapped for me ready to go and I felt so bad because I didn't do anything for her because I, I didn't. Even, it's just it's not, it's not part of my tradition. Yeah. Um, but this year. Well, we do, we split it up. So uh, we each give 12 gifts to the other person. So like day one, she gets a gift. Day December 2nd, I get a gift. Is that's gift? cute. Yeah, so that's nice. We just do the pre-made ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> but but it, 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 Those are really judgy faces gave me. <laughs> so, you guys don't care about your relationship. <laughs> yeah, but he's Jewish, so he's, his, his passion for Christmas is, you know. Limited. Limited. Yeah. yeah it's just fine. I don't, anyways, I don't want to get in trouble. But, but, but they're fun because it, it kind of... It gives you that little surprise every morning before you go to work or whatever. You know, a little, little, little. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like ripping off Hanukkah a bit, but you know, that's cool. But more, yes, yeah. just trying more. to one up us. Yeah, we have our own things. Let, mm-hmm. let let us have it. We don't we don't have a lot. Um, anyway, another one that is kind of similar is the Advent Kranz, which is um, so it's pretty much like four candles in a wreath, and you light one candle per week. Yeah, for every for every, and I think it's every Sunday. It's like every, every Advent Sunday, which is this Sunday coming up. Yeah, even though this Sunday it's not physically in December, it's still considered an Advent. The it's first like, Advent. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, each Sunday you light a candle. Um, there's some religious thing behind it. I unfortunately I do not know the history behind that, but but that that is a popular thing. You'll go to stores. People are selling these little wreaths with four candles built into them, right? For like ten, and bucks. like one big one in the middle, maybe for. Make it look nicer. Yeah, it's a, it's again, a nice little decoration to go on your Christmas table. Sounds kind of like a little ripoff of Hanukkah, but um, but in this case, less candles. Yes, we got double. <laughs> um, 
Another interesting thing is uh, St. Nikolaus, not Santa Claus. Yeah, you know, you come to Germany, <clears throat> Santa Claus is not the guy. You no. know, he's not the main guy. People don't care about Santa Claus. It's about St. Nikolaus, which you're thinking, isn't that Santa Claus? What is that, Jeff? And now if you say Santa Claus and St. Nicholas are the same person to a German, they will correct you very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So St. Nicholas is, I mean, the Santa's outfit that we know today is based off of this old Saint and Nicholas. I think it, it, now he's going to, he's going to describe to you a lot about St. Nicholas. You'll see where a lot of the inspiration for Santa Claus comes from. It comes right. from basically this guy, this, this, this dude. Yeah. And, and you see, if you Google him, like search St. Nicholas, so it kind of looks like a thinner Santa with a long white beard and everything, but it's, it's like, he's thinner. He's just, Looks yeah, he, like a dude. He works out, you know. He, he works out. Takes care of himself. He knows more. what he's doing. Yeah. He's like eating those cookies and milk. Because well, he doesn't. Ha- the thing is, he doesn't have the elves to help. So I think that's where he burns the calories. You know. True. He's, yeah, he's drinking protein shakes all day. Um, and what he does, so it's celebrated on the sixth, um, in the evening of the sixth, I believe, or no, evening of fifth and the sixth morning. And um, kids, which is to do, children have to clean their shoes and then put them outside their door, and then Nikolaus leaves like little gifts or chocolates in their shoes right but since he's no longer living usually it's the parents they leave little little uh you know chocolates in the shoes or whatever yeah know? yeah yeah and like at, at the kindergarten what we do we have the kids leave their uh their house shoes or their, or their slippers um overnight and then we, leave, we line them up outside and put like um an orange and some healthy candy things in there nice and it's nice yeah it, um it's, it's a fun little thing before christmas i guess it's kind of like uh like the appetizer of Christmas, right? So it's it's called Saint Nicholas Day, right? Right, um, or just Saint Nicholas? Yeah, like oh, it's Saint Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, and it's fun. again another thing I did not quite know about, or I had heard of, but it just kind of went through my mind. And last winter, when we I just moved in with my girlfriend, uh, the night before, I got a text from your girlfriend saying, Jeff. If you've forgotten or you didn't know, tomorrow yep. is St. Nicholas. You need to put some candy in your in your girlfriend's shoes. And thank God she told me because uh, I went and I got like a, from a can like it was like I went to the train station because it was late and I just you know with the candy machines there and I got like a couple of chocolates. Nice, well done. Put in my girlfriend's shoes and she was so happy and and then I realized like oh my God if I'd forgotten she would have been so sad because to her that's a big tradition in her family it's a big thing yeah but i didn't know about it at all so your girlfriend saved me for saint nicholas day or nicholas day. i'll say you're welcome for her thank you um and, yeah, and then here santa claus is not called santa claus he's called the weihnachtsman which translates to christmas man or like father christmas father christmas yeah because that's an interesting thing uh santa claus is not the person who brings the presents in germany it is the Christkind. They bring the presents, not Santa Claus. Santa Claus is kind of useless in uh, in the Christmas uh, holidays in Germany. That's interesting because like, I know um, of traditions like for my girlfriend's family, Weihnachtsmann does come to the house. Oh, yeah. But but does he bring the presents? Yeah. Or he just comes to the house? I think he brings the presents too. Okay. So maybe it's different in different parts of Germany because I know like Bavaria down south also has different um, traditions as well than the East and the West. So what I know from um, Weihnachtsmann is he doesn't come through a chimney like they do in the States. He, on the 24th, knocks on your door and was like, what's up? I'm here. And then he gives people gifts. And, okay, and, yeah. and usually you have like your um, like your neighbor or your uncle or something like that. And they do and they dress up and they come and like, hey, I'm 
Weihnachtsmann. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the kids actually get to see Santa. Right. He doesn't just sneak in during the night. He's not this... Way less creepy. Right. He gets consent. <laughs> Can I come in? <laughs> He's not breaking into your house and, and giving you shit. I think... Sorry. Excuse me. As a, as a child... If he's giving you presents, that's all the con- consent you need. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah pretty much. So yeah, that's uh, uh, that's interesting about the Christkind. I want to look that up. Then. Yeah, because the Christ, so the Christkind, which literally translates to the Christ Child. Yeah, you'll think that oh, they're referring to Jesus. No, so it's not, it's not baby Jesus coming it's over. Not, no, it's not baby Jesus. It's it's more of a, like an angel that has the qualities of Jesus, who who also uh, they visit during the day. Like say when you're, but but not they don't not when you're there. Like it's more you're at church, you're out getting okay. your brunch, whatever. They come in, but again, like you know, like through the door, not through the chimney, through the door, whatever. They bring the presents, and so the the Christkind in a lot of German states is German children. They write to the Christkind asking for presents, not to Santa Claus. Crazy. Yeah. See, that sounds like something that's either more west or south because they wouldn't be going to church in the east. Yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely uh, middle South uh, Germany, that Bavaria. Makes sense. That's okay. Thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there you have it. It's it's different, I guess, everywhere around Germany too. Yeah. But regardless of who's bringing you the presents, this present bringing in Germany is happening on the twenty fourth. It's not it, like you're opening your presents on Christmas Eve, not on Christmas Day. Like, right. The twenty fifth isn't really um, a big Christmas day. So twenty fourth, which is like. That's Christmas. Yeah. I mean, they still call it kind of Christmas Eve, but it's still, that's the day where everything happens. That's the right. presents. That's the, the dinner, etc. cetera. Um, yeah. Like I, I, when I go to my girlfriend's place, at least on Christmas Eve, we're having like the big meal on the 24th and on 25th usually have, I think like, um, wursts and like potato salad. Yeah. I think it's much you're, more chill. You're st- like, I've heard you that you still like doing the, a meal with the family, but it's kind of like. The post-game wrap-up meal, you know, yeah. like the event is the Christmas Eve, the twenty-fourth. You know, yeah, it's 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 just, it's, just, it's interesting how, like, how, how really wildly different it is from the states. Yeah, you know, and, and 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 but one thing you can see where Santa Claus in the states is based off of Saint Nicholas is Saint Nicholas, who's a real saint. He was known for, and this is where the shoes things come in. Like when he was alive, he would. Give people like you know people usually at, uh, outside of their homes would leave their shoes you know the poor yeah. people, poor people like and he would put little gifts and chocolates in the people's shoes the real homie the real guy wow and so the saint he's known for being very giving and giving presents and I believe that is where that that aspect of Santa Claus comes from and why he gives you gifts because you know he this is this saint was known for giving I mean most, again not to the rich but to the you know poor but super interesting yeah how this whole thing like how old all, all this is and how, how much it changes over time. And maybe it looks totally different in, in, you know, another 200 years. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know, Jeff. I can't tell you the future. Hologram Santa. <laughs> Hello, Santa. Um, in, in German, Christmas is Frohe Weihnachten. So. Oh, to say Merry Christmas? Yeah. No, say it again. Frohe Weihnachten. Okay, just for all of you who are learning German, that's a, there that's, you go. That's a nugget. Put, put that right in there, right oh. in the middle of this episode. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's what Christmas is. It's a Weihnacht, right? Weihnacht, Nacht, Night. You know, yeah. Wei meaning, Wei. They couldn't tell you. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I never thought about it. No, but as a word to together combined, <laughs> it's Christmas. It is Christmas. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, and and what what the most one of the most important things when you're living in Germany is the Christmas markets. That's yeah. that's what really. That's why you're that's, here. That's the exciting part of December is to go and visit those Christmas markets. Christmas markets like 80% of the reason why I stay in this country. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
80% of the reason for 10% of the time or 12% yeah. of the time. Sorry. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's one month. Well, nice math. That's not nice math. Actually, that's wrong math. That's terrible math. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, what is 100 divided by 12? I don't know. Eight. Okay, somebody else is somebody's <laughs> screaming at the... doesn't matter. Let's move on. I feel like every time we talk about any kind of numbers, we just have no idea. Math. Keep in mind, uh, we are drinking whiskey. So our our, our ability to, to, do <laughs> ma- to do maths, which apparently is the correct way to say it. Apparently, math without an S does not exist. It is called maths. Yeah, if you're British. I just, I just, we're, we're Americans in Germany. We say things wrong. Math. Yeah. Anyways. No, I, hate, I hate maths. I say math too. Yeah. So, <laughs> Anyways, Christmas markets. Christmas markets are great tangent. Are uh, pretty much like little villages where you just kind of like pop up villages. that Set up usually in the town square and in, in a smaller town. Now, of course, if, yeah. if you're in a huge town. Or there's, city. there's many different places, you know, there's, I mean, but usually if you're in a small village, there's usually one Christmas market in that kind of town square, right? The Platz in Germany. And, and, and there's where a lot of people like local people will sell homemade goods and, and, you know, cookies and whatever Christmas items you might need. Yeah, it's like a little fair, you would say, yeah. almost in a way with like a little, a lot of these little, really cute little wooden houses where they're mm-hmm. selling traditional Christmas food, cr- traditional Christmas drinks. You have, um, yeah, homemade items being sold drink some glue vine which yeah. is mold wine it's delicious and and you would think like especially in the bigger cities like berlin that they're kind of like pop up made out of metal painted look like wood you know but they're full on made of wood made of wood villages with full-on kitchens and taps for the glue vine and uh seating areas and they're there for three to four weeks and then they take it all down again it's incredible the amount of time and effort they put into this because it's 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 yeah they it's, st- it's nothing short of, of incredible. They start setting up a couple couple weeks kind of before I feel like, but they do it quick. Big, like for what for what it is, it's inc- it's incredibly quick. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, they're quite big. And and for a lot of some of you that don't know what mulled wine is, it's basically a heated wine, a steaming mm. red wine that's quite good. Um, it comes in several flavors. They always have like an apple flavor as well. Um, yeah, you get, you get a white one as well, and it's it's it's, it's spiced wine. And then if you want, you can get it with a shot of um, rum or amaretto. It's usually at the whiskey top Whiskey as well, I've seen. Oh, yeah, and also whiskey too, if you'd like to do that. Yeah, and of course they've got the hot chocolate and stuff, but you know, yeah. it's just because, you know, it's December, usually it's freezing, it's like zero degrees Celsius, you know, yeah. you're standing, which is the worst when it's cold because it just makes you colder as you're standing there. And so you just, you have that nice, warm, That's, steamy mm. glue vine in your hand with, in, between your gloves, you know. And you might have a fire near you as well. Sometimes they have yeah, fire yeah, pits. Yeah, there's these little fire pits you stand at. Sometimes they have like little rides, like little carousel, like not some, not, not nothing big, but you know, little games uh, to play. Yeah, you know? ice skating ranks, whatever. And, and, and it's super cool because you're hanging out outside all evening, even though it might be, you know, zero to minus five degrees or whatever it might be. Right. Um, but, but you don't care because it's Christmas market and you're having such a good time. Yeah. And you have traditional Christmas music playing a lot of the time. Absolutely. And usually um, on the bigger ones, they've got a little ice skating rinks, you yeah. know, et cetera. Now, they they, they vary wildly. You can go yes. to, like, say, a beautiful, small German village and it would have the most quaint, antique, old school uh, Christmas market that is much more based in tradition. Right. Or you can go to, like... Um, an Alexanderplatz, uh, like a more modern um, Christmas market where yeah. 
they're selling like cell phone cover, iPhone covers and, you know, like stuff made in China, you know. And, and, and I've also been to one that was like this, um, it was a club, an outdoor club in the summer and they kind of made their kind of own style mm. of Christmas markets. It's kind of this modern, yeah. shabby, chic Christmas market. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I like the old traditional ones. It's, Me it, too. It, it brings you into this kind of Christmassy spirit. And, you know, when my, my, my mom came to visit, my parents came to visit a few years ago during Christmas market times and mm. it's... My mom used to be a Christian or Catholic or one of those. Uh, be- oh wow, <laughs> she's yelling at the uh, at the speaker. Right Sorry, now. mom. Uh, before she converted to Judaism, before we were born, and so Christmas is still you know a deep rooted thing in her heart. Sure. Um, so she, she said she wants to come. I always tell her come in, come in the summer. It's really nice. So I want to come in the summer, but I love Christmas markets. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons why I want my family to to, to come because again, even if you don't like Christmas. These are still awesome, beautiful things to come to. They're so cool. Because, again, when you show up, say you came from another planet, you wouldn't really necessarily know that this was, that was connected to Christmas. I mean, they're just beautiful little wooden huts out there with good food and drink mm-hmm. for you to warm up next to the fire with. There's good handmade crafts. You know, like there's a lot of these... Um, like you know, like these German like wooden handmade like cuckoo clocks and things like that. Yeah. And a lot of... And again, but when you go to the more modern ones... You have less of the handmade stuff. You have more of the bottom Amazon stuff. And that's why I don't really like those kind of modern, big Christmas yeah, markets. Yeah, and, and luckily in Berlin, there's not many, like, like the one Alexanderplatz is bad. Mm. Straight up. If you're coming to Berlin during the Christmas time, don't go to the one Alexanderplatz. Go to the one next door to Alexanderplatz. It's called the Rotus Rathaus Christmas Market. And which, that one's really nice. Which is hard to just, because they're really right next to each other. They are. Um, but the, yeah, the Rotus Rathaus one, which is, yeah, two-minute walk from it's the Alexanderplatz one. Now, every evening, several times, and I'm not joking, you'll look up in the sky, and there, and I mean in the sky, about ooh, 20 or let's say 10, 15 meters up. Pretty high. Maybe even more. Yeah. There is a full-size sled with a, with a living Santa Claus with reindeer, and he flies across the sky on, on a, like a... On like, a wire, on like a wire system, like it, it's this really intricate thing they set up. It's, it's yeah. He flies like 100 meters across the sky with sp- like fire shooting out of the back of his sleigh. But it is, it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's so fun to look up and actually see a real full size Santa Claus just flying across the sky with his. And the kids love it. It's the awesome. only problem is after he flies by. Because it, it goes like, what, maybe 20, 30 meters long? Right. He flies by and it's like, oh, really cool, cool, cool. There's Santa. And then, like, oh, he has to go back in reverse. And then, and then it goes backwards really slowly back to where he started from. It's like, don't look at me. Don't, don't look, look at me. me. It's, it's not me. Because <laughs> yeah. it's not a loop. So he has to reset. Right. It's not on a loop. Yeah. It's yeah. just one line. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, and, and there they have like a, a Ferris wheel. Yeah, a Ferris wheel as well. But, but again, that's, that's more of like a bigger Christmas market thing. Yeah. You know? Right. One of my favorite ones in Berlin, if, if you're in Berlin, I would say that one, um, the one at Kulturbrauerei, it's a Nordic-themed Christmas market, and it's really, really nice, too. Which is inside of an old uh, um, brewery. Right. This old brick. Not inside, but like in the courtyard. In the courtyard of, of this kind of like... Beautiful brick building. Really amazing. And there's one at Richard Platz, which is a Neukölln, which oh is... Oh, my gosh. I think it's one of the coolest old-school Christmas markets. Yeah. But un- unlike the other ones that last the whole month of December, this one is only one Once. weekend. Yes. You have a Saturday and a Sunday, and that's it. And it's not like a Christmas market where it's a whole cordon off area. It's the whole street. So it's it's like an actual street uh, made into the Christmas market instead of like... Yeah. Uh, its own little thing. Platz, yeah. Um, or, or at Schloss Schlottenburg. So this is truly a palace uh, yeah. in Berlin with the Christmas market out in the courtyard in front of the palace. Which, John Dahmermacht. Again, super romantic kind of a 
Is oh, that Gendamanmarkt? Yeah. That's another one too, which is, is that the same one? No, no, it's a different one. Yeah. 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 Also a beautiful one. Be beautiful old churches around you. Yeah, yeah. You really, it puts you back in time. I exactly. Mean, really um, cool. Some will cost about maybe two euros to get in. Most are free. And uh, yeah, they're, they're a great time. There's I think several. we can talk about Christmas markets all day long. Like, True. Yeah. I, and unfortunately, I don't think we're going to have them this year. Yeah. No. And it's the only thing that makes winter good in, in, in Germany at least in Berlin because the winter here is just awful uh, and you're like at least in December we have Christmas markets and now we have nothing yeah. until March pretty much all of the big ones have been cancelled so I'm guessing all the other ones are going to fall suit and, exactly uh, but I say one of my favorite ones and I think one of the best in Germany is at Nuremberg they have one of the best uh, Christmas markets ever it's in the because Nuremberg is an old f- uh, fortified city with a city wall kind of going around the city center yep. and it's within kind of like the moat area it's uh, beautiful so if you're ever very cool if you're ever in germany in december and near nuremberg check out the christmas market there it's one of the best okay mm-hmm. um yeah what what next well you know we didn't we didn't quite mention uh the um food in the christmas markets so we, we can, let's roll some of those food into just Christmas food in general. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, so if, so if you go to a Christmas market, yeah. um, there's something called Handbrot. It really means time. hand bread, which is freaking amazing. Can you describe uh, a Handbrot? I, I would love to, but oh, I'm really sad I can't get one this year now. I um, yeah, every, yeah, every I think every time I go to a Christmas market, I always try to find a Handbrot because mm-hmm. it's, it's just so good. It's pretty much just like, what about like this big, this, if you like your hands together, kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, the square in the middle, like yeah. that big. Um, and it's baked bread stuffed with either, with, with cheese. And you can get it with either um, like cheese with ham strips yeah, or cheese with um, mushrooms. And then they put um, kvak on top, which is not a thing in the States. Uh, kind of like a sour cream type. Or maybe it just, actually it might just be sour cream. No, it's, I think it's slightly different because I'm not a huge fan of sour cream, but I like the quark. So. Right, then, then it's kvak. And Pretty much that's it. It's just bread stuffed with cheese, but it's 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 they do it in a perfect way, and I never had something like it before. It's it's really delicious. Yeah, and they have other things that, uh, if you're American, I'd say are reminiscent of kind of like a churro. They have a lot of kind of breaded stuff with cinnamon on top that you can like get. Quark uh, Yeah, which the quark balls. Basically, yeah. they're kind of like, uh, like just like kind of like a dough, like yep. in a ball shape that's been like, uh, you know, deep fried, deep fried with your choice of mm. chocolate or cinnamon or whatever on the outside. It's these little kind of almost donut balls, you know, kind of a thing. They have a lot of great, uh, sweets, I'd say. You know? Oh yeah. Like, um, I think probably the, one of the biggest sweets that you'll find everywhere is Lebkuchen, which is pretty much a gingerbread. Um, right. And, and, and that's everywhere. You know, you'll see everywhere in Germany, around Christmas time with these giant um, hearts that says like, do you I, love I me? I love you. I love you, whatever. You're amazing. Yeah. And like a lot of tourists buy them because they're they're enormous, but you also have smaller ones too. So you see those a lot too. Um, yeah, and oddly enough, these hearts are not meant to be eaten. You're supposed uh-huh. to hang them on your wall. Like they actually, I've heard people, they actually don't taste good. They're meant for just to like look at. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. They're, they're the same ones that you get at Oktoberfest. Oh yeah, true, yeah. Which, but the, uh, the real Lebkuchen, if you want to eat it, cookies are delicious yeah 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 Maybe now, not the big heart ones um if you're uh say a german family so mm-hmm. celebrating christmas like what would be like a main dish at a at a german christmas from what i know is usually it's a goose or a duck for christmas um 
And then red cabbage or rolled kohl that's cooked and made delicious. Mm-hmm. And um, knudel, knudel, which is a pretty much a potato dumpling. It's, it's, it's in a circular or spherical shape, if we're talking 3D. <laughs> um, and I think it's boiled or something. I, don't, I really don't know how it's made. Yeah, I don't either, yeah. And a lot of times they stuff it with meat or just other stuff inside. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're absolutely amazing they're really good really good and then like gravy and stuff like this yeah and another big thing that germans feel like they have to have in a christmas is a stolen have to have stolen can you describe a stolen a stolen is um it, it's it, kind of a cake yeah a, a very dense i mean it is a cake but not in very traditional cake. it's not like a soft uh yeah right it's a very thick cake with raisins and other things in there i don't even know what's in there but they're they're really really good it's a very yeah uh, yeah actually dense cake with raisins on top. It's, it doesn't sound very appealing when no, you say it like this. Just Google stolen s t o l l e n and you'll you'll get a better sense of what a stolen is. And I think if you're in the states, there there is ways to get. It. I think my mom got one last year because when she came to Germany, she had it. And oh. she's like, I need to have this more. Oh, nice. And I think she found a place in the states where you can buy stolen. Yeah. So trust, trust me, they're good. It's S T O L L E N. If you're trying to find it, and I, re- I highly recommend you do. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, we're just describing it. We're not making it sound appetizing, but it's really good. Kind of think of like if you have like the Italian biscottis, mm. but bigger and less crunchy, and I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, it's they're hard. good. And then another thing that Germans do, which Americans do as well, are the Spritzgebäck. Oh, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Which you can explain those if you'd like. Spritzgebäck. I mean, how do you how do you explain those? I mean, it's just kind of like, um, I guess, sugar cookies that kids decorate. Yeah, I mean, not yeah, but like they're, they're not, and I wouldn't call them like a gingerbread cookie. It's more, it's more of like a lighter color. Yeah. It's like a yeah, I guess like decorate a, them. Yeah, I guess like yeah, those, those like kind of like sugar light cookie. sugar. Yeah, I guess those are a sugar cookie. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that's pretty fine. I do that with kindergarten sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Drink wise, also like, like yeah, heiß Schokolade is also a big deal at a uh, Christmas markets and I would say in German ho- houses, which is just like a hot chocolate. But like I said, they they love to spi- you know make it Irish with a little yes, bit of whiskey, true. a little bit of uh, yeah, amaretto is also pretty popular as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but you know uh, it's funny. I've lived in Germany many many years, spent many many Decembers in Germany, but every year that was the. That's when you go home. Christmas is the one time a year I visit my family. Right. But usually I'd leave around December 18th, 19th, 20th, right around there. And I'd be, I'd always be in the States for, for Christmas. Now there's, so there's only one Christmas when I was physically, like the Christmas day, I was physically in Germany. And I think that was either last year or the year before. I can't recall. Yeah. Um, and it was because of a work thing. I couldn't, I didn't have the time to fly back to the States. Now, my girlfriend was off visiting her family in Germany, but we'd only be dating a few months, so it wasn't like appropriate for me to sure. be meeting the family on a Christmas day kind of a thing. Yeah. So I was by myself in, on Christmas in Germany, which can be a little lonely, you know? Uh, yeah, especially because I feel like um, at, at that time in Berlin, the city feels just dead because there's so many people living in Berlin who are not from Berlin. So yeah. everyone kind of dips out during Christmas time. Even the Germans, they go back to their villages where their, their, their parents right. are. Yeah. Which is tough for me because my birthday is on the 19th. And oh. so every year, like a lot of people aren't half, here for Half your day. friends are gone. That's yeah. my whole life, but I'm used to it now. Yeah, yeah. So the, the one Christmas day that I experienced, I was by myself. I cooked myself a nice, some sort of Christmas casserole thing. That's nice. 
And Christmas Day, there was a, uh, at least at the time, it doesn't exist anymore, but it was the largest uh, theater, movie theater in Berlin. Oh, yeah. They were showing Die Hard, the ultimate Christmas the movie. Only Christmas movie. The only Christmas movie. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I had nothing else to do. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see myself some Die Hard for Christmas Day. Why wouldn't Expecting you? Expecting I was going to be like the one loser there. I went, the, the theater was full. Really? So it was it was like 200, 200 other people who they all their friends were gone as well you know what i mean Brilliant. so we had a full theater we watched die hard christmas day so it actually wasn't the worst christmas i've ever had it was nice. actually all right like so uh, yeah. my 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 first christmas was um at the time i wasn't dating my girlfriend yet mm. but i've only been here for what October, yeah 3 months and she's like hey um and i was with my roommate it's like hey do you guys want to come over, come over to my parents place for christmas because you guys will be here alone and i figured it might be fun I'm like yeah cool oh, nice. not I spoke not a lick of German at the time, yeah. and our family speaks German and a bit of English. Um, her dad's actually pretty good at English, but um, so he was very welcoming. You know, they were super nice. They fed us a lot of food. They even got us some gifts, I believe. Yeah, they, they, they yeah they got us some gifts even, oh, which is like nice. so sweet. I mean, yeah. And um, they were going around giving out some gifts, whatever. And I was sitting there, you know, just enjoying my time, having a beer, waiting. Sure. And then her dad standing over me. Like I'm down, he's you know standing above me, and he kind of points at me, looks down at me, and says, "Are you boring?" And I'm like, "No, I'm like I don't, I don't think I'm bored." <laughs> and it was Mister who's trying to say, "Are you bored?" Like, "Are you bored?" Open up a gift, ah. Oh. But you know, standing above me, "Are you boring?" I was super <laughs> nervous, just like, like shitting like, my pants. No, I was like, "No, I don't think I'm boring." Did he keep asking you? Um, no, I think I think when he saw my reaction, he talked to my girlfriend. And was like, "What did I say?" And she's like, "He means, are you bored?" Um, but yeah, I was really yeah, I was really shitting my pants now. Because <laughs> you also you know, we we kind of had a thing going on at the time, so you know, you want to impress and be like, "Oh, they're really nice guy. Maybe sure. maybe they'll date in the future. I like this guy." You're like, "Oh no, he hates oh, me." Oh God, I'm the boring guy. You don't even like me. I don't speak any German. I'm boring. I'm Jewish. I don't even celebrate Christmas. Oh man, this is awful. But no, he was just trying Actually, to be nice, and he's like, and then he gave me a gift after. You know, it was a super sweet day. Um, but the best way to tell somebody that they're boring is to put it in the form of a question. I think that's just just confusing. For sure. Are you boring? Are you the worst person I ever met? <laughs> Jeff, does your podcast suck? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, uh oh. Oh, um, yeah. But beautiful. So, I, th- I think that's a great place to to, to stop. I think that's like, a good place to stop. I mean, we could we could keep going, of course. I mean, it's Christmas, you know. It's a lot of good memories there. I'm gonna ask. Um, I can, I can use a quick splash of the Kiro. Kiro. So, sorry, splash. Splash of the Kiro, which we are saying wrong. Please, if you're Finnish, uh, text us a correction of that. Kiro. Pronounce pronunciation. Are you boring? That's fine. You know, so far, don't think so. So again, please, this re- is, please read that bottle. Yes, this is the Kiro Finnish Rye Whiskey, packed with bold flavors and wild ideas. Malt Rye Whiskey, Kiro Malt. I, would, I I don't disagree with that statement. It says Kiro Malt a lot in there. Um, the unlikely idea for Kiro, a Finnish all rye distillery, was conceived in a sauna fueled by a sip or two of rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. The five founding friends, five, wow. The five founding friends embarked on on an adventure of a lifetime, capturing the spirit of naked ambition and everything they distill, dream and dare responsibly. Now, being that it's Finland, I believe when they say naked ambition, they literally mean naked. Yeah. And then under that, there's more. The story of Kira Malt. 
Our whiskey has come a long way since it was just a dream in a sauna. We had no idea how to make whiskey the right way, so we did it our way. Aged through dark winters and bright summers, Kiro Malt is a whiskey you haven't tasted before. And you know what? This is one of the few bottles that are red that doesn't sound like, without like a little bit of bullshit in there. I feel like every bottle is like a bit of bullshit. You yeah, know, you're yeah. going to have to put that, you know, tastes like a Scottish man's kneecap or, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, I like this one. It's really honest. And it's like, we didn't really know how to do it. So we just kind of did it the way we thought we could. And it does taste like something I haven't had before because it definitely does not taste like a normal rye. Absolutely. Now, smell this. Tell me you do not smell maple syrup. Yeah, there's there's a really good sweet smell in there. Yeah. Really, really interesting. And, and I think you were there. I, I love getting flavors I haven't had before, you know? I'm definitely getting some vanilla. Mm. Um, it's got a, It's got a nice burn to it. Not too much, and it's it's not even... And it's a slow burn, too, which yep. I love a slow burn. It's not too sweet, but it's still a bit sweet. Like, it's it's good. I'm, I'm liking it a lot, actually. That's, that's very... I'm really, really surprised. Yeah, flavors you haven't tasted before. I Yeah, and just to remind everybody, because this made me think of it, because they said they, they, they came up with this in the sauna, they're chilling, chilling, just like we were chilling at a beer garden, came up for a podcast. True. But with a whiskey... You decide you wanted to make a whiskey. Yeah. This is not an overnight thing. Right. If you make that whiskey, you literally it's 10, a, 12 years later finally can taste what it tastes like. I, mean, I, I guess this is a decade of your life before you even know what it's truly going to taste like. I mean, you can plan, do your best, but uh, yeah, I, I should point that out. It's like, I'm always impressed when people decide I'm going to make a whiskey, but that's, that's a huge commitment because you don't know what's coming out of that barrel, you know, a decade later. Okay. Here on the side of the whiskey, um, I just saw, but you're right. I mean, I guess at minimum it could be five years, but that's still a long ass time. Because most people say we're in a sauna, we like, hey, let's make a whiskey. Most people are like, actually, that's a stupid idea. It takes 10, and, 10 years. Like, no. And also, you need a lot of equipment to make a whiskey. You can't just make it in your kitchen. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, I respect people who uh, they have that idea and they actually follow through with it. Yeah, for sure. That's a lot of work. Um, it says here on the side, which I like. Um, this is finished single source rye whiskey made from 100% malted whole grain rye, double copper pot distilled and aged mostly in American white oak casks in the village of Isicro. Isicro. Enjoy Kyoto malts as you wish, neat with ice or in a cocktail. Dream and dare responsibly. And then what's also cool at the bottom it says, please reuse this bottle or recycle it. Recycle this glass waste. They're kind of like stork in the sense where they say, enjoy it however you want. That's kind of a stork motto. I like you know? that a lot. Like, you want to mix it with some cola, whatever. You want to hey. drink it with some ice, cool. If you want to do you, what you want to do. You bought the product. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want yeah. with it. You want to take a little it's yours. bath, you know, like you want to use it to, to add some volume to your hair. Yeah. Do whatever you want. I don't, I don't want companies to tell me what I can do with their product. I bought it. I paid money for it. It's mine. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I dig it. It's super good. I, I really dig it too. I'm almost, it's like I'm sipping a waffle. <laughs> it is it's it'd, it'd be sweetness. really good like dessert whiskey this is a great december whiskey this is a winter whiskey this is a winter whiskey which makes sense because they're as made in finland oh my you got gosh the, got the heat and you got yeah if, they, if that was if that was on purpose wow clap 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 man hey I, I, sorry Kido. i couldn't clap because i'm holding a glass keto keto whatever your name is amazing um it's up there with a the number it, it, it it's it's high it's high it's a high number it's an eight or it's a nine i think I, i'm really enjoying it I, I, I might go nine. I'm gonna go nine. Really? I think so. I, there's no reason to go eight. Actually, now that right? I think about it, that there's just I can't think of one thing I'm not liking about I it. I really like it. Yeah, 
It's it's so different. This is a, so a surprise. Now this was a recommendation from a friend who, offhand, we were talking and he just and he just mentioned, oh hey, I just ordered this uh, whiskey on Amazon and he showed it to me and I was and he mentioned it was finished and I was like, oh, we'll try that. It's cool. That's good. And it fits with Christmas. And um, yeah, I hope everybody has a great first Advent. Um, True. Yeah. Happy first Advent. I guess. Happy I December. You and uh, you know. If you uh, celebrate the Hanukkah, enjoy that as well because that's, that's, that's coming. Yeah, yeah, it's on, it's on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's, I, it's, it's getting. There. I mean, this episode is coming out early, really early December, but still, right. it's like it's you know, it's on the horizon. Buy your candles. Don't forget, in case you need them. Oh yeah, I think they've. I mean, if you're Jewish, you got that covered, right? I didn't buy mine yet. Oh okay. Yeah. So you're just. I'm giving advice. I'm not oh, taking okay. myself. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, if, if, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoy looking at our faces, if you enjoy our voices, anything, um, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. But if you don't want to give a five-star, you don't have to. Again, it's your ears. Do what you want with them. Do what you want. No pressure. Um, yeah, again, our our um, website, AGD, agdwpodcast.com, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. You'll find it on the website. A lot easier to say that. Excellent. Cheers and hey. uh, stay warm, everybody. Cheers. Ching, 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 ching. Those are Christmas bells. Ching, ching. <laughs> Almost like some cinnamon in there. <laughs> Fade out. Fade out.